The following podcast is presented by Together Washington. Together Washington, we are seeking to build bridges across divides and tell the inspiring stories of those building the common good. If you'd like to support or get involved with Together Washington, go to togetherwashington.com. So glad to have you, Kang O'Higgins, with us. She's the Director of Public Programs at Friends of Waterfront Seattle and here to talk to us about uh, this incredible, incredible park that is coming along rather nicely. And it is uh, one of those things that there's a lot of activities happening there right now. Some think, oh, it's not opening till next year, but there's a lot going on. Yoon, welcome. Hi, thank you so much for having me. Yeah, wonderful to have you. And and right now there's uh, there's so much happening at uh, Seattle Waterfront Park. And, you know, it's it's going to be opening in the next you know year or two, depending on uh, how the concrete uh, schedule goes. But uh, <laughs> yeah, but, uh, <laughs> it's actually, it's yeah. So um, you're absolutely right that we were impacted by that. Um, and we are scheduled to open fully 20 acres of an urban park downtown. Um, in 2025, but exactly to your point, it doesn't mean that, you know, there's nothing happening. We have one pier right now, which is one acre, brand new pier, Pier 62, which is right next to the aquarium. Um, and we have been programming since last year. We opened in 2020, just right at the start of the pandemic. But mm. um, we, you are absolutely right that there is a lot happening at the waterfront at Pier 62 this summer. Uh, it's wonderful. Now, yeah, tell us, I mean, tell us all about it. I know, I know, uh, folks are, who are listening are, uh, are looking to come back to, uh, downtown yeah. Seattle. Certainly, uh, it, it's kind of a fan favorite for, for so many people here in the Puget Sound region, but, uh, sometimes folks need a, a little extra effort to say, you know what, I'm going to yeah. come check this place out. I 100% um, know what you're talking about, <laughs> that sometimes we get a lot of people who are like, oh, my gosh, I didn't even know this was happening. So um, for those of you who have not been downtown lately, um, as you may remember, the viaduct um, was all along the waterfront, which meant that as a pedestrian, we didn't really have access to the waterfront in a really easy way. And so as a broad overview, um we are connecting kind of right below where the sculpture park is along the waterfront down to the stadium. Um, and then this kind of um, the more focused area um, where you're seeing construction is by the aquarium. There's going to be um, a new addition to the aquarium called Ocean Pavilion. And then a whole section that goes from the waterfront up to Pike Place Market. So you know how it is. Sometimes you're along the waterfront. It's not obvious of how you get up to Pike Place Market. So there's a whole um, development piece called Overlook Walk, which will make it really easy um, for pedestrians, for folks to get from Waterfront up to Pikeley's Market. Um, and so to that, what's happening right now at Pier 62 is that we have so many events happening right now. And I'm just going to just say I had an update this morning from our operations team that just in the last month, we had 40,000 people. We're expecting about 60,000 in the next month. Wow. Um, we have over, right? I know. Wow, that's <laughs> so a lot. We have a lot. So, and it's not, I, our focus really is about um, folks who live here. I know that a lot of people associate the waterfront area with tourists, 
We love tourists, but really um, our approach is if we really take care of folks who live in our region, then tourists will come because they want to know what the locals do, right? Mm. Um, And so our program team is really focused on celebrating Seattle, local talent, local creative, local business owners. Um, We have everything right now. We're, you know, we're really in a pilot phase. So we're working with a lot of partners. We're really focused on working well with our community partners. So we have everything from uh, meditation class, yoga. Um, we have a basketball tournament coming, a basketball, sorry, tournament, three-on-three tournament coming up in August. We're also supporting existing programming like Seafair, um, Fleet Week events. But then we have new programming happening as well. So, for example, this weekend, I highly encourage um, folks to come out this weekend, for example, on Friday nights, um, we have an, a series called Beats and Eats in partnership with KXP, where we have KXP DJs um, out on the waterfront with music. But we also have roller skating happening at the same time. We have a beer garden brought to you by um, Brown Girl, I'm sorry, Brown Liquor, which is um, associated with Communion, just, you know, a restaurant that was uh, recognized as one of the world's best restaurants that opened during the pandemic. Wow. Um, and then, right. So that's happening on Friday nights. And then, um, on Saturday, we have an, a really exciting program called waterfront block party. And we're working with, um, partners from, you know, Seattle Aquarium to doing activities, but we have, um, at Fuwa doing a West African dance class. We have the Seahawks drum line, blue thunder coming, dolls and gents. Drill team, Reposoda, um, who's also performing. We've got D, uh, DJ Hershey providing music all day. We've got food trucks, beer gardens. So there's a lot, all ages. And so that's just this Saturday. Um, and so that'll be really exciting. And everything's free. That's the other piece that I want to add is everything is free to the public. Wow. Um, and then on Sunday, we have, I know, right? <laughs> um, and so this is something new for us. And so on Sunday, we have, um, we have, uh, sorry, we have a Zumba class, which is kind of a favorite for so many people. It's a really joyful class. And then an event called Peer Soul with a, a community partner called Sandiata. And so Cindyata African American Cultural Association, and they have curated an event called Pure Soul, which is for all ages, music, culture, food, and that is on Sundays. And on our website, all our events are listed there, but that just gives you an idea of all the kinds of programming that's happening. Wow, that's incredible. And you said roller skating? There's roller skating happening? Roller skating. What in the world? Where where is this happening? Is this on Pure 62? Yeah. It's on Pier 62. So if you can imagine, Pier 62 is a brand new pier. Um, for those of you all who've been living in Seattle for a while and remember um, Summer Nights. Summer Nights. Yes, exactly. I was going to say, there. that is the one event in programming people talk to me about who just have memories that were forged on the waterfront. So that pier, that was Pier 62 and 63. That's, that's where this um, music series happened there. Um, if you remember, there were kind of old and falling apart and so pier 62 is a brand new build of where um that was pier 63 is still um it's it's still the original pier there's no public access to it right now because it's not safe but pier 62 in that location is a brand new build that one acre and they're 
roller skating is happening. Um, and we have a section for roller skating, a section for a dance floor, a section for a beer garden, and we've got our DJ on the stage. So it is, it is a vibe out there. Yeah. Is there any talk of uh, kind of rebooting the old Summer Nights concert yeah. series at the pier? <laughs> I get asked that. Honestly, that's probably the one question, Tim, that I get asked a lot about. the con- So the waterfront is a different kind of place now, right? You know, um, in terms of the business out there, a lot more residential area, and um, it's no longer the same footprint. Um, Pier 62 is smaller than, you know, what was there before. Um, so we are having really as a not to summer nights, we have a series called Pure Sounds, and that is happening, and we started that last year, but that is happening um, later this summer. And so we'll have two concerts going on. Um, sorry, I'm like pulling up the dates. I'm so sorry. I'm on my phone. I'm getting texts. That's just the way things are right now. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> and this is a incredible project. I think the... Uh, largest public project happening uh, since the Seattle Center Space Needle happened during the World's Fair in the 60s. So this is a significant project. Yoon, I mean, tell, let's dive into this project a little bit here, because yeah. this is, I think sure. right now, a lot of folks don't understand the magnitude of this and how transformational yeah. this will be. Yeah. Uh, you know, a lot of the things that have happened so far are, you know, infrastructure type things. And, and typically yeah. we don't notice until, you know, it's cosmetic type stuff, uh, practical stuff that happens, but there, you know, the last, you know, how many years there's been a lot of infrastructure type of work being done to, to really get ready for, uh, this, this park to be unveiled. T- talk to us about the scope yeah. of this park. Yeah. And you're absolutely right. I would say, um, to your point that sometimes people don't know that it's even happening until they start seeing the cosmetic pieces. That's true. In fact, a lot of people just see construction, right? Um, down there right yeah. now. So absolutely. This is um, described as the biggest civic project um, in our generation. And it will really change the way we experience Seattle, the way, you know, when we think about iconic symbols, places, um, imagery of Seattle, we see this, you know, we talk about like maybe 20 years from now, people will say, my God, there was a time when there was no waterfront park. What's that like? In the same way that we can't imagine Seattle without seeing the Space Needle, right? Like even when you think about postcards, the Pike Place Market, um, we see waterfront park as being part of that understanding and experience um, of how people experience Seattle. So thinking about that entire strip of the waterfront really giving physical connection to people to get down to the water, which we haven't um, as, you know, as residents of this region. And so it is a, it is, I mean, physically a large project. It's 20 acres on the waterfront, um, but also it is bigger than that, just in the mind of how we understand how the city flows, how it connects different neighborhoods, how we actually move through the city, where people spend their time. Um, And of course, on my team, um, what does that look like to really think about the story of our culture and um, what we see, right? What we hear, what we smell, what are, you know, what we eat, all of, all of those elements that really make up how we understand um, our collective culture and, you know, our identity and, um, um, 
all, all of those pieces. And so when we say it's large, it, it, it's in a few layers of what that means, but absolutely. Um, and, you know, as we mentioned before, it will open in 2025 and we are in that process thinking, how are we going to celebrate that? Because this will, people will look back and say, I was there when Waterfront Park opened. And so it's a really exciting time. Yeah. So exciting. G- give us, walk us down some of the things that, that folks can expect with the Waterfront Park. Sure. You mean just the project itself? Yeah. Yeah. So um, right now it's um, so what people can expect is that there are neighborhoods that will get connected, right? You can walk from the stadium up toward Olympic sculpture park, like as a pedestrian, there'll be bike lanes. There's going to be, and it's hard to imagine this now, but there's going to be a lot of greenery. There's a lot of uh, landscaping, really beautiful landscaping that is part of this project. Um, a really important part of this whole project, which is not really visible, but it's the seawall. So that is literally, you know, what it sounds like. It's the wall along the waterfront that separates the water from the land. But why it's really important is um, because it's been designed to really bring back juvenile salmon um, to the waters. And that is a huge part of, um, you know, thinking about the environment and holistically about that whole region of the waterfront. Um, University of Washington um, is, researchers are keeping their eye on that to really uh, monitor what that looks like. And so this is not just about the park and the people and the streets, but it's really thinking about the environment um, around sustainability. Um, and so that's, that's a big part of the project. Um, and I think what will be really different experientially, experientially, I'm so sorry about that, but <laughs> experientially okay. is that you will be able to, to walk and sit, the artwork, a lot of indigenous artwork. Um, and that is just something that is not part of the waterfront experience. And I just, as some, I've been living here for about 20 years, but the experience of being able to, without thinking about it, navigate from Pike Place Market down to the piers, down to the aquarium, is something that will really just change how we experience that entire neighborhood. Um, having spots to just sit down, there will be, there's a beautiful ginormous playground that has, that is custom made for the waterfront. So we are really um, thinking about all ages um, for families to be there. I don't know, Tim, if, you know, I know this was not my experience when I had young children that I would not, that I would just go to the waterfront and think that it's going to be an easy Mm. (laughs) relaxing experience it would be a little bit stressful you know thinking about like i have to spend a lot of money or it's going to be so crowded and um i don't know how to you know maybe get from point a to point b easily with a stroller so that changes and that's that's pretty huge there will be more elevators um free bathrooms clean bathrooms um down there and again as i mentioned as i mentioned before all the programming is free um, and so that's a very different kind of experience to, um, you know, be at the waterfront in that way. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, with, with the families and kids, I mean, what, what are some specific things that um, they'll be able to enjoy and that will be different for families and kids? Yeah. So I think that, well, the playground, there's this, um, the, the centerpiece, if that's the right term for it. <laughs> A playground, which will be on Pier 58. I don't know if you remember, Tim, um, Pier 58. That is, if you're a 
if you're looking at the um, aquarium from the entrance to the left is Pier 58, and that's the piece that um, fell into the water um, last year or a couple of years ago. Oh. And um, it is being rebuilt. It was already slated to be rebuilt, so it's not that that was a surprise that it was um, falling apart. Um, and so that's the pier that is um, under development. It will be brand new again, and that is the that will be um, a huge pier that includes the playground, which has this um, custom-made squid-like um, piece of the playground. Um, there'll be a lawn. There'll be areas where something like a concert-type event could happen. There'll just be places to relax. Um, mm. And then all along, and this is the piece that I think will just be a really pleasant I mean, also surprising, um, it's just, it'll be really wide sidewalks and places to sit with your children. And the bathrooms will be um, family friendly to, uh, you know, take your little kids to the bathrooms and have paper changing stations. And if you have strollers, you're not carrying the strollers upstairs, that there'll be elevators to move you from one section to another. Um, that in itself. Um, it's huge just in terms of accessibility in that way. But then um, we do have programs like we have right now um, in partnership with the aquarium that are family, uh, family friendly, everything from looking at um, examining what was in the water um, to just understanding a little bit more around conservation. Yoon, how did you get involved in this? And, and tell us a little bit of, sure. of your story of, of why you're yeah. passionate about you've had a number of experiences over the years yeah. and, Tell, tell us about your, your journey to be a part of, of Friends of Waterfront. Sure. Thank you. Thank you for asking, Tim. Um, my background is actually more in museums, um, but I would say what drew me to museums, I, um, so I wasn't born here in the U.S. I was born in Korea, uh, was, grew up on the East Coast, and then came out to Seattle about 20 years ago, a little less than 20 years ago. But I would say most of my work has to do with public space, and um, having grown up, I'm Korean-American, um, growing up as an immigrant, family of um, parents who are not fluent in English, small business owners, really understand that experience of feeling like you don't belong or that the space is not for you. Um, and working, I would say, probably my whole career in, um, in spaces where I've been really working with amazing people and teams. Um, what is it? What does it mean to um, create spaces and experience of belonging and inclusion? Um, and so, this park, um, you know, I got to know because just living here and then working with um, with with people who are working in this kind of public space, place making, culture making kind of field. Um, I learned of the park really amazing once in a lifetime opportunity, and um, the, really this bigger conversation of what does it mean to um, to really think about who belongs in public space, who hasn't um, in Seattle, what that means. And in public space in America in general, um, a lot of historically there's been, and along the waterfront in particular too, there's been many stories of exclusion, right? So when we think about Seattle's waterfront, we think about the indigenous history here, about folks who are violently removed um, who've been erased. We think about 
the Japanese American um, incarceration and how the waterfront was part of that pathway um, along that terrible history. We think about Chinese exclusion um, that happened along the waterfront in Seattle. We think about the Filipino tannery workers that took the route up to Alaska along the waterfront. So there is a lot of stories that and histories at least, you know, and I wouldn't say history that it doesn't exist anymore, but thinking about what the stories that um, is really held along Seattle's waterfront. So that's also a really important part about how do we um, work with community to um, to remember those stories, to honor um, the communities who are here, um, and to also create new traditions, new stories, new experiences along that waterfront. And so that's, that's what drew me in. Um, mm. Wow. It's incredible. And how long have you been with uh, the Friends of Waterfront? I've only been here for two years, Tim, but I'm actually one of the staff members who's probably been here the longest at this point. Kind of to um, an earlier point you made that it's been, you know, this project has been around um, for a decade or so, but it's been really around development. It's, it's, for me at least, it feels like a miracle that a project like this is even at this point, that thinking about all the stakeholders involved, um, that this is just a project that folks are really excited about. And so that we're here in 2020, it shifted away from being a development project to being public facing because Pier 62 opened. Um, and so that's when I came um, onto the team. And then we are growing fast. We, by the way, are hiring. Um, oh, wow. And, um, yeah, so we are hiring, and all the positions are on our website, so please, um, for those who are interested. And um, we are growing fast because, you know, as as you mentioned, we are going to, you know, we are in development piece by piece. The project is um, getting completed. 2025 will be completed, um, all full 20 acres, but um, takes a lot of folks to keep it. Yeah, what, what are some of the roles you're hiring for right now? So right now, um, we are looking for a director of um, marketing and communications. That's a big role. Um, I think maybe our operations team might be hiring some folks, maybe some um, assistants. Um, I think maybe it's not open yet, but I know we're looking for an office um, coordinator, manager type position. Mm-hmm. Um, and then coming up, we'll be looking for a operations director, public safety manager. These are big positions. Wow, that's exciting! I mean, that things are uh, things must be going very well for uh, for you and and this incredible group. And uh, I've yeah. worked with Thatcher uh, closely on a number of projects. I uh, actually started Friends of Denny Park, so I, I, I have a lot of yes, appreciation for. Uh, for the friends groups across the city. And so it's uh, yeah. just a, a really special, special thing to uh, get involved at in this kind of level. So I certainly have a, just a ton of uh, respect and appreciation for you and, and, and the work that you're doing. And if, if folks wanted to get involved in any way, um, if, mm-hmm. if there's volunteer, volunteer opportunities or things like that, yeah. what, what what would you encourage someone if, if they said, "Hey, I, I'd love to, I'd love to help out." I would say number one, thank you. <laughs> um, and we don't have a volunteer um, like program yet. We are talking about it. We are, Tim. We're in. Um, we're 
we're in this we're in this exciting time where it's like a startup. You know, even though we're not a new organization, but um, all those things will be coming. But we don't have funds yet, so that's what I would say. Is thank you. Please um, join our email list so you can stay posted. And when those opportunities open, we will be incredibly grateful and excited to have more folks um, involved. Waterfrontparkseattle.org. That is, that's the uh, the URL. Check out uh, all of the great things happening. And Yoon, what a what a pleasure to have you on the program today. Thanks so much for taking the time and, and sharing with us this incredible effort that you and, and others yeah. are are a part of. So we, we thank you for joining us. Oh my goodness. Thank you. It's been a total pleasure. Um, thank you so much for thinking of us and um, talk it like the opportunity to talk about this incredible project is fantastic. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Yoon Kang O'Higgins, director of public programs at friends of waterfront Seattle. Thanks so much for uh, joining us today. And thank you for being with us. We really appreciate you joining us. 